Have you ever wondered how trees communicate or how we came to know this? This next title takes listeners on a wondrous journey through the woods and into the mind and life of a remarkable scientist. Welcome to Audiobook Reviews in 5. This is Jana, also known as Jana. In today's episode, I'm reviewing Finding the Mother Tree, Discovering the Wisdom of the Forest, written and read by Suzanne Simard. Ever since I listened to Merlin Sheldrake's audiobook, Entangled Life, the idea of networks in nature has lingered in my mind, and I've wanted to learn more. Well, it turns out there's nothing quite like going to the source of an idea. Suzanne Simard is a forest ecologist at the University of British Columbia in Vancouver, Canada. She's famous for her discovery and research of the Wood Wide Web, the popular term used to describe underground mycorrhizal fungal networks. Beneath the forest floor, these fungal networks live among tree roots and shuttle carbon and nutrients from tree to tree. This concept is also compared to neural networks in our brains, since critical information about environmental threats and nutrients are also passed between diverse plant species via these pathways. Samard was born in the Monashi Mountains of British Columbia in 1960. Her family were loggers, so it seemed like a natural fit for her to join a commercial logging company as she started her career. Her job was to check on seedlings planted by the company, but she noticed these were often yellowed and failed to thrive. Samard had a strong hunch that the clear-cutting practices that isolated plant species were to blame for this, but she needed proof. She learned how to design and conduct experiments, and this part of her story was especially well explained for those of us unfamiliar with how experiments are designed for academic review. Samard's excitement about her work feels almost contagious in her reading, so I was quickly swept up in her story. Criticism about Samard's work generally falls under the umbrella that she idealizes nature or oversimplifies complex relationships. Now, I'm not deeply familiar with her research, but her idealism in this book is tempered with generous doses of reality. Samard's casual mention that her mother had to regularly deworm her child due to Samard's penchant for eating dirt nearly made me spit out my morning coffee. And Samar doesn't shy away from the harsh toll that rural and forest life takes on the human body, recounting the untimely death of a loved one in a tractor accident and her grandfather and uncle's loss of a few fingers and most of their teeth over the course of their forestry careers. And while it's tempting to idealize life in the wilderness, Samar lays bare the impossible challenges of cultivating her academic career and vital research while struggling to save her marriage and spending time with her two daughters. Finally, Samard's harrowing struggle with cancer seems all the more galvanizing because she uses plain and simple language to describe her experience. If I have any criticism of this book, it's Samard's analogy of human mothering becoming conflated at times with her idea about mother trees, It makes me uneasy because it plays into stereotypes about self-sacrificing reproduction 
as an exclusively female trait and ultimate purpose. This wears a bit thin. Using the analogy of parent trees versus mother trees seems like a better idea. Still, I understand she's drawing on romanticized motherhood tropes to appeal to a broader audience, so perhaps it's an unavoidable compromise. And to be fair, Simard's experience as a woman working in the forestry industry and then in academia reveal there's still a long way to go to include diverse perspectives in guiding forestry policy. As Simard shows us, the consequences of misguided forestry policy take decades and even centuries to play out. A particularly tragic example is the settler government ban on all forest fires that Indigenous peoples once used to sustain wildlife and biodiversity for centuries. By ending these controlled burns, forest populations became more susceptible to pests and major die-offs decades later. This is tragically compounded by climate change, and it's only getting worse. Woven throughout her book, Samard shares the story of devastation of the mountain pine beetle, a naturally occurring insect of the Rocky Mountain ecosystem. In the late 1990s, after several relatively warm winters, a massive outbreak resulted in the loss of millions of hectares of pine forest in British Columbia over the next 15 years. The beetles are normally killed by very cold winter weather, which historically kept their numbers in check. They attack mature trees by boring through the bark and mining the phloem, which carries nutrients. Since so many trees were the same age due to government restrictions on forest fires, not only did millions of these trees die at the same time, they also ironically provided abundant fuel for uncontrolled forest fires that continue to devastate the region. Even as I record these words, an ongoing wildfire in Lytton, BC, just north of Vancouver, has destroyed 90% of that village's buildings and killed several people following a record heat wave in the region, where temperatures soared close to 50 degrees Celsius or 122 degrees Fahrenheit. In spite of these sobering implications, Samard's life exemplifies passion for the forest. Her narration of her own work is easy to listen to, even relaxing. Listening to this audiobook feels like a mini escape into the wilderness. Especially Samard's vivid descriptions of observing wildlife and various species that depend on each other to thrive. If you can't make it into the woods right now, this may be the next best thing. That's all for this episode of Audiobook Reviews in 5. Thanks for listening. If you've not yet done so, please follow us on Facebook and subscribe to Audiobook Reviews in 5 on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, and many others. By subscribing, you help increase the profile of this podcast and chances of other listeners finding it. I look forward to checking in with you all again soon. Please stay safe and be well.